Hello, and welcome to the Icon Underground Radio podcast for the week of June 1st, 2016. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. So this week, uh, we've got a smattering of news, and then we've got a smattering of opinions on comics. Uh, so let's go ahead and start with the news first. Nick Roche this week uh, tweeted some very interesting stuff that he found in an old folder about a an old Spotlight Octane story, which I guess would now be Tankor, which would be Tall Tankor specifically. <laughs> <laughs> that he and uh, that he and James Roberts worked on. Uh, at this point, it looks like the the furthest it got that he was able to share was uh, basically just a cover and some character designs. Uh, but apparently, it had a lot of ideas in it that were later incorporated into More Than Meets the Eye, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And if you did not catch that on Twitter, uh, I will make a link to it in the show notes on the website. Uh, other news is that uh, never, never one to leave a, a new and apparently communist market untapped. Uh, Michael Bay is going to be filming part of Transformers 5 in Cuba. Yeah, well. So that's a thing. I mean, it could just be somewhere with Shea graffiti and Cuba flag graffiti, but he also said it was Cuba, so. Yeah. Well, he's sent characters there before in Bad Boys 2, although I think, I don't think that was actually Cuba. It was just filmed as Cuba. But now it'll be Cuba filmed as probably someplace else. No. Well, it sounds like uh, the, the article I was looking at about it said that it it's, it is in Cuba because it's actually only the second American film to be filmed in Cuba since, you know, the whole <laughs> the whole diplomatic oh, wow. sorting out oh. of things. Well, that kind of makes sense. What was the other movie? Or did you just not pay attention? I don't know. I that wasn't mentioned. What's the left Irrelevant. Movie? I don't know. Some kind of dumb romantic comedy or something. I didn't think there'd been enough time since they'd normalized those kind of diplomatic relationships for any productions to have finished in Cuba. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess someone was really on the ball there. <laughs> but uh, Michael Bay did tweet a picture of uh, a vehicle while he was there. Uh, and I don't know how, how up our listeners are on uh, Cuban automotive culture, uh, but they have become very well known for maintaining cars from before the embargo for just oh. unreasonably long amounts of time. Oh, so maybe uh, so it'll be a flashback scene since, like, yeah, Cuba has mostly, like, 50s cars that are in great condition. Well, I think uh, what what some people are interpreting this as possibly being is, you know, a, a Transformer in Cuba. Uh I was about to say a Cuban Transformer, which is both probably likely and probably likely to be terrible. Yeah, well, but on the plus side, at least it'll be a classic car. We don't get enough of them. Yeah. I'm just cars. hoping we don't hear the words Decepticommunist in the movie. <laughs> I mean, they did already have one who had a cigar all the time, so yeah. it's, it's not like they could, I mean, they could go back to that. So it's it's very bright green, and like I said, it was on Michael Bay's Twitter account. So 
I I think that this is probably. I mean, Cuba is not exactly the kind of market China is because China has like a million billion zillion people in it, yeah. and and Cuba is a smallish island. But it it does seem kind of pandering to a new market. Yeah, well, maybe I, there could be an alternate motivation. What's that? Pandering to a new vacation location to make having to shoot Transformers Five more palatable. <laughs> ah, so he's turning into Brian Savage, where he just has his thing happen wherever he wants to take a vacation that year. I just said Adam Sandler, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Michael Bay at least Suddenly. tries. What he tries is sometimes weird, but he's trying. Yeah. I I do feel like Transformers as a movie franchise has become like the the poster child for that kind of you know, international hyper marketing. Hmm. And I I think that was, you know, definitely a, a problem in the last one where Marky Mark's character had a, a ATM card on a Chinese account while he was still in America. Yeah, that yeah. was a step too far. I mean it it does kind of seem like the Transformers movies have been turning into extruded movie product and it's getting yeah. like a Chinese language product placement to meet the extruded movie product requirements. Yeah. So, so new markets are good. It, maybe it'll open them up to Spanish-speaking markets. Other than Cuba, there's other places that speak Spanish. Yeah, but it seems like if they were going to do that, they might choose a place a little less uh, politically yeah, they polarizing. Go on yeah. to anywhere in Mexico or something. They could at least drive to yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Oh, yeah, how That's are the true. Autobots going to get to Cuba? <laughs> are they going to drive across the water? They'll drive across They've... the ocean. On skis! Yep. <laughs> oh. Maybe Marky Mark had very specific sandwich demands. <laughs> yes. So, uh... And... I, want, I want a Cuban sandwich, Mike. Can we go to Cuba? They make the best Cuban sandwiches there. <laughs> Damn it, Marky Mark. <laughs> Oh, man. Marky Mark. <laughs> so, uh, and I believe there are also uh, some new uh, club fiction stories out now. Yeah, they've been uh, David, haven't you seen something about that? I, I've seen them. I haven't actually read them. I've downloaded it. Well, because now, at least the newer ones, they're open to anybody to download. So we can read them. I just nice. haven't taken the time to actually read any yet but they seem to be coming out like once a week at this point it's like just oh yeah they've been using them to push the subscription service and since the deadline for the subscription service was nowish yeah all the stories were coming out nowish to try to convince you oh this is an interesting character with fiction behind them so you should buy them yeah the the one for fractal toxitron i think there's a couple other i didn't notice and the most recent one is supposed to be for the wreckers which, well, yep. a new version of the Wreckers, which is the Club Toys, plus Alpha Bravo and Off-Road, I think. I don't know if they're actually in the story. but Yeah, and apparently this is part one of two, so oh. expect part two sometime this week. Oh, wait, is this going to be another thing like the previous Wreckers story, where part two is actually like three parts, and it takes forever for the last part to come out or something? I hope not. Oh. All right, and for our our fiction review for this week, 
since last week was more than meets the eye, and we had to all freak out about that, we had not gotten to the other release from last week, uh, which is also issue 53 of Adjectiveless Transformers. Uh, and that, well, it's, I, I do like Priscilla Tremontano's art a lot. Yes. It's good art. It's, it's very charming. It's very not Raymond Deli, which... Well, yeah, but... <laughs> I'm not Mac. saying that like it's a bad thing. Yes. Is well, there... I, I mean that that's, that's not a high bar. Well, yeah, but it's very cartoony in a good way. Yeah. yeah. And which... it's, it's very expressive. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why uh, Bertram decided to go with such a uh, vivid color palette for this issue. Yeah, the colors are well. Well, after being stuck with Livio Raymondelli and his darkness for a while, going back to like cartoon accurate color schemes, it's a little bright. Oh, I I like it. I think it looks nice. Uh, but yeah, Optimus and Soundwave talk over some things. There's stuff going on. Uh, Bob the Insecticon and Buster and the little BP drone thing all get into a making sounds match. A pet fight. Yes, they yep. get into a pet fight. And I think the the important thing that comes out of this issue <laughs> is <laughs> you get to combine. You get to combine. <laughs> you get to combine. Yeah. Everybody combine. Gets to combine. Everybody who <laughs> Everybody. isn't actually Combiner Wars toy gets to combine. It's like... Uh, I can't combine these guys in toy form. It's annoying. I want to. Yeah, it's it's kind combiner of combiner wars two two cell late wave toys. <laughs> yes. I there's more of Superion not seeming to have personalities when separated, which well not well, ever separating, separate. which makes me sad. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, that's that's a problem that's really limited to, like, me, so... Well, I, it's, it's I not understand. just that. Like, Victorion has spent a lot of time combined in this series, too. And yeah. issue gets forcibly uncombined, which, hey, the, the girls as separate individuals get some type... Well, Pyra Magna gets some lines by herself. Yep. Yeah. Although, the best moment between those two sets of characters, between, uh, I guess, Superion and Victorion, is... These undead abominations are nothing to Superion. And me, and Victorion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was actually a nice bit of character. It'd be nice if all the aerial bots could have character, but that, that was a good moment. Yeah, I, I like the idea of combiner bros. <laughs> even if, you know, one of them's a cis in this case. But yes, just being combiner buddies. Enormous buddies. But yeah, there's there's fighting, and Galvatron has apparently somehow turned the entire planet into an enigma well, of well, no, that's, that's combination. The thing. Blackrock turned the planet into an enigma of combination because the software he made came in part from the enigma of combination that he's stuck in computers everywhere. So, uh -huh. it's, it's, so it's everybody's iPhones. Yeah. Everybody's iPhone is an enigma of combination, yes. <laughs> and he can Ooh. use that all over the Earth. Well, Galvatron can, too. Well, Galvatron using through the body of Blackrock to make his own combiners, including sticking Astrotrain, Blitzwing, uh, 
Oh, who's the jet dude? There was a Megatron. Uh, I think is that Acid Storm in there, and there's Dreadwing. Dreadwing, that's the guy whose name I couldn't remember. And uh, Mindwipe, all combined into Galvatronus. None of which are parts of Galvatronus. Uh. Yeah, which Galvatronus is actually a a canon toy name, but he does not <laughs> consist of any of those characters. Except Galvatron. That's true, well, but Galvatron's it? not part of the combiner. He's just controlling, okay, true. I guess. I don't know. The, the, I, I'd love to have an Acid Storm combiner. Ah, oh, know. that would be amazing. Yeah. That would be pretty great. There's a... Uh, there's a star scream now in that ghost version, so yeah, there you go. But, you could just but have them recolor green. him. Well, no, not yet. That's why it'd have to be a recolor. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yes, meanwhile on Cybertron, Star Scream is still talking to Bumblebee's ghost, being oh, a crazy yeah, cause, dude. Because the main thrust of this is that Optimus is having the Autobots and Soundwave's Decepticons go to attack Galvatron. And hilarity ensues as uh, Starscream got circuit in Longtooth to go, or did they have the idea themselves last year, to go to interview Optimus Prime, but they show up at the worst possible time while humans are also attacking while everybody else is attacking Galvatron. Oh, it's just a glorious cluster fuck that Starscream is enjoying. Yeah. Yeah, Starscream may as well be eating popcorn here. Yeah. Rat Trap he, comes he really kind of should have. Rat Trap comes in at the end of the scene with popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. He does have the traditional red and white striped bag of popcorn. Yes. Oh my gosh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, that's great. And, and that did remind me how eager I am for uh, for Till All Our One to start, because that's going to be pretty great. Oh, and then one other great character moment is uh, Bob the Insecticon just cowering in fear during the attack while Thundercracker's dog is just standing on top of Bob and barking at the attack jets. Yeah, because the, the Chinese Veritex are attacking Bob. Aww. And yes, Buster's barking at them. One Aww. weird bit of in-character but not in-character bit is when Skybite has a poem that's not a haiku. <laughs> It's, it's, it's not, it's, the, the meter is all wrong. It should be 575, but it's like 897 or something. It's bad syllable. Maybe it's correct if you translate it into Japanese. Possibly? But... Yeah, let's assume that. <laughs> Maybe it's correct if you translate it into Cybertronian. But... Okay, in Cybertronian, maybe, but when you're translating haiku, you try to actually keep the meter. Otherwise, it kind of defeats the purpose. It does make the words weird, but <laughs> works better that way. But in the end, yeah, Galvatron decombines Victorion, so Pyra Magna gets to actually be there and say some things. And, uh. Mostly Ow. Yeah. Uh, so then he takes, I, w I want a Cosmos combiner limb. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, he takes, nice. uh, he takes Thundercracker, Sunstreaker, who does have a Combiner Wars toy. Yeah, and he was uh, part Cosmos. of when, when Prime combined with Prowl and the other guys. Yeah. And then who is the guy who's 
behind Thundercracker who's not Cosmos? Slug. Slugger. Ah, interesting. And and combines them all with Skylinks, and then they become Skyrain, who does yes. have the, the new Skylinks toys, like actual torso, but then Cosmos and Thundercracker and Sunstreaker is limbs. Yes. So answer me this. Why? <laughs> I, it is mind-boggling. I mean, yes, it makes me actually want to buy the Skylinks now as a cool torso, but... Like, most of the guys that combine in this issue aren't guys that are Combiner Wars toys. It's, it's not selling toys. <laughs> selling the ideas. Well, I mean, toys, not just but... why from a marketing standpoint, why from an in-universe standpoint. <laughs> that is a good question. Calvatron just says, the best part is it's not voluntary, and then he creates a combiner out of the Autobots. For- why? Well, yeah. Why would they, you do that? It is... It does seem to suggest that they are then atta- going to attack Superion, so... Yeah, that's what the dialogue is. Presumably implies, he's... But, I mean, he's made two, two-thirds two of him as Decepticon, but those are also two Decepticons that were working with the Autobots, so I... Unless Galvatron is somehow controlling the combiners he makes, which would be a new combiner thing, why, why would he combine the guys that are attacking him? I think Thundercracker is formerly ex Decepticon at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe maybe that's the point, is that he can control them to some extent. Possibly. But then if he can control and them, why isn't he just controlling Superion? He should just name them all Galvatronus. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got that big an ego. Maybe I don't know, maybe Superion is just that unified. Stop. Just don't. No. That's Uh, not how the Aerobots work. There was also some nice bits. I think Aileron might turn on Optimus, because Optimus is kind of being stupid lately. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's convinced to stay back from the fight so he can... Which, admittedly, is kind of good logic on Arcee's part, getting him to stay back, but... Everything else is like Optimus. Optimus doesn't seem to be thinking things through to any failure point. And there are a lot of failures. I've said it before. Adjectiveless is basically just Optimus Prime makes increasingly bad decisions. Yeah, Yeah, this seems like the kind of storyline that that were it like a a, uh, big two superhero book, especially a Marvel superhero book. Like the next writer who came on board would introduce some plot line about how he had been like brainwashed or was having a like a breakdown or was a scroll or a doom bot <laughs> or any various it, this seems like the kind of characterization that gets retconned yeah and maybe maybe there is a big twist coming maybe there's something going on there but it doesn't really feel like it it just feels like he's I mean, um, in their defense, it doesn't feel like he's making bad decisions for the wrong reasons. It just feels like he's making some really stupid decisions. Yeah. Yeah, his goals are good, but how he's going about them seems highly, highly questionable. When you're making Starstream look like the reasonable one, (laughs) something's wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I kind of wonder if they started with the title All Hail Oct- Optimus and worked backwards. Yeah. I kind of feel like that. Maybe they figured that since uh, over in More Than Meets the Eye, they were making Megatron sympathetic. Now they needed to come over here and make Optimus unsympathetic. Yeah. Hmm. That That is interesting. But yeah, they'll walk back something at some point on Optimus, but I don't know what. Yeah. Maybe they'll just oh, and kill Alpha him. Oh, Alpha Trion's there for some reason. Yeah. yeah well, he's, well, he's, he's been, been there. there. He was he was in the shuttle with RC and and the whichever one of the brothers was it. Oh, yeah. Well, Sideswipe's the one who's injured horribly right now. Yeah. Uh, because there is a nice little character moment with RC and Sunstreaker about that. Oh yeah, and RC having sideswipes a jetpack for some reason. Yeah, well, so she can fly. <laughs> flying, everything is about flying. <laughs> that's how they get to Cuba. That's how. That's why RC has the jetpack. Oh, it's yeah, just and all about Autobots flying. The the this this storyline is called All Hail Optimus, but this part is called It's Beginning to and Back Again. Which is a grammatical nightmare. That's that, some words. Does that mean anything? It's apparently, according to Google, a uh, 1989 British post-punk band album. Oh, wait. Oh, so, so, uh, so he's been listening to James Roberts' Spotify. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, did James Roberts send him some CDs or something? <laughs> did, he, did he look at James Roberts' naming stuff after British music and go, oh, that's why we're not doing as well Creed. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, is it cargo cult titling? I guess. No. I mean, it It did feel like as they came out of Dark Cybertron, like he was trying a lot more to have the sort of clever, witty kind of characters. Yeah, quirky characters, which is and, doing uh, good, like Thundercracker, yeah. Aileron, RC, they did. There's interesting characters yeah. in there. It's just the the title is just weird. It's like it starts out with one sentence and then it turns into there and back again. It's like what? Yes. Well, presumably that you know that's that's just because that's what that album was named. Yeah. It's also <sighs> apparently a lyric from one of the songs. So. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So there's a meaning. And what's the band think. called? Wire. Not oh. the wire, just wire. Oh, I haven't even heard of that. And I've heard of a lot of James Roberts stuff. <laughs> okay, reading the lyrics, it makes no more sense. <laughs> Yay! Maybe hearing it, maybe it's audio. It's like, sounds reminiscent of something about this story in some way. The, the no, I mean, it sounds together. like the entire song is incomprehensible nonsense. Oh, okay. Maybe that's a metaphor for what happens at the end with the combinations. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm, I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm saying that in a, like, to the characters, you know, this is madness. This is, like, crazy stuff going down. And possibly, like, in the heads of these combiners, you know, they have talked about them having to have, like you know, personalities that that line up in certain ways that are compatible for it to work out properly, but 
which was a story in the past, but apparently, no, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. When you could have Cosmos and Flugslinger in the same robot together. Well, that's what I mean, is that that doesn't mean that that robot is not just completely mad due to it. <laughs> could be. It'll start Look, I'm trying. It, I'm, I'm trying here. Oh, I just noticed that Sky Rain has three fingers on each hand. Well, two fingers and a thumb. That's kind of neat. Huh. Yeah. Because, you know, he's Skylinks. Yeah. All right. So, I think that's about all we have to say yeah. about Adjectiveless yep. Transformers number 53. It's sending us phone bills from a pope we've never met. <laughs> <laughs> I think I that's think. a line from the song. Yes. Okay. Fascinating. Well, well, you got the Conehead combiners with their Pope hats. So, you know, that kind of works. Hmm. Maybe if you deconstruct it far enough, <laughs> like everything in it is a reference to something. Hmm. If you have thoughts about that, you can now email me <laughs> at jen at iaconunderground.net. <laughs> uh, if, if you want to let us know your thoughts on that, or if you have any other questions or comments that you'd like to have read on the show actually yeah. you can drop me a line there if it's a slow news week we'd love to answer your blue sky questions Yay! Uh, and and speaking of answering questions for the fandom uh this week's episode of the rfc minicast uh has me talking to john deluna about basically being part of a marginalized group in in the fan community uh, a lot about female characters female aspects of fandom uh, it was really fun podcast to record it was a really good conversation because believe me i have opinions i have <laughs> many opinions uh, so yeah i would suggest if you have some space in your podcast feed to go give that a listen uh, otherwise, next week we will be back to we we have actually decided since there's no comic out next week, we are going to each read some of this new uh, fan club media and we'll discuss it. Yeah. Yay. Should be fun. Yeah. Hopefully we'll remember and make time. <laughs> we we will remember. Uh so you can find us online at iaconunderground.net. Uh, we now have a Patreon set up as we are a completely listener and self-supported podcast. Uh, you can find us at patreon.com slash iaconunderground. And you can find us on iTunes. Uh, as all podcasts like to say, rate and review us because that's how their algorithms work. Uh, we are also on Google Play. Uh, if you just search for Icon Underground. Uh, so until next week, uh, this has been Jen. And Alex. And David. 